Okay. <coughs> so with that, with that beautiful hagdama, we're going to, um, as we're going to try, we're going to try to take something into Yom Kippur. Everybody has to come into Yom Kippur with something, and each person should come in with their own ideas and their own thoughts. Tamim um, Simshitis is always the way in. So we're going to come, we're going to, we're going to speak about Tamim Simshitis in a certain way. And um, something that I've been thinking about, there's a, there's a lot more and there's a lot of pieces, but we're going to go with a certain mahalach tonight. And I was sent this song a few weeks ago, and it's a different style than we're used to, as you've probably heard it already 14 times. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I found it to be very, very powerful. Um, the words, what he's talking about is very clear. And the, what he does with the music, you'll hear as you listen, <clears throat> he has a point to how he sets this up. And um, we're going to try to tap in, we're going to try to tap into that point a little bit. And it'll take us in Mitzvah and to Mamash and Kippur. So listen to it and, uh, and be open. Okay, let's go. Hit, Nassan. <laughs> What you call me, you were right I was hardly ready to react You attacked me tactfully
coffee, but it's uh, there's a certain I find uh, a song. It's hard to be the DJ, right but uh, there's a certain. There's a certain there's a certain chizik. Right, the song it's it's a it's a song that's supposed to give us strength. So it has to be it can't be it can't be sad and uh, and downtrodden. And this is the big this is the big change that we have to understand. You know when it comes to Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is a, is, a, is a day. It's like Rosh Hashanah, all the all the all the Mu'adim, But Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah, the, the the most really the most mysterious. We think we know what they're taught, what they're what they're about, but really we don't. And we've discussed Rosh Hashanah over the years, and we've discussed even Yom Kippur. So you have to understand, because Yom Kippur has, has a, a lot of steers. On one hand, you have most of Kalei Yisrael nervous, scared, we're going in, we have, we have sins, what's going to be with our year? But the Mishnah says that Yom Kippur is the happiest day of the year. It's the first Mishnah, the end of times. What you, so what is everybody so nervous about? We wear a kittel because we're like Malachim, but yet we're sinners, and we're doing video all day. But we're like Malachim. Malachim didn't sin. We're supposed to, Malachim is above the level of a human where there's no sin. It's like steers. Back, it's all these steers. Like Kol Nidre, Mitzvah Shem, gets up. He's, Kol Nidre itself is a pedal Like, what is going on? Whatever, not for now. That's a different, that'll be a different Chabur another time. Like, what is it doing over there? And at the end, what do we end off with? We, everybody screams out, Yom Hashem. What are those words? Hashem says, I have forgiven you, like you said, Moshe. So we're done. Hmm. Okay, it's over. What, what else? Do, what, why do we need to go fight, fight there? Hashem says, I forgave you. Move on. Let's, let's party. What's going on? How did we, how did we end Yom Kippur before it started? What's, what's, what's our vote of Yom Kippur? Again, there's many different ways we can go. We're going to go with one Mahalach tonight. So before we answer those questions, we have to have, have more questions. We're Jewish, yeah? So Achrimos is the Parsha of Yom Kippur. And there's many things we can go through, but two glaring questions that I, that I want to deal with is, you hear, you hear the Avodah. Hashem tells Moshe, tell Aaron Cohen, do this carbon, do that carbon. This, a part of that, blood, da, da. and then So Arna Cohen is the only one doing anything. Klaus is just standing there watching. Arna Cohen is doing the whole of Oda, and then the seer gets thrown off the cliff, everything turns white, and everybody's everybody's forgiven. How's the Cohen Gadol doing the Avoda for everybody? What did we do? Kohen Gadol takes, he takes the, the seer and he says a vidoy. He says a vidoy for the sins of Kla Yisrael. He didn't, he didn't sin. These are Kla Yisrael sins. How is he doing a vidoy for somebody else? What, I'm going to say that I, I, I did your sins, and therefore I could do a vidoy to a Kodesh Each person has to do their own. You have to do your own vidoy, no? That doesn't make any sense in any other way. So we have to go back to the first Yom Kippur. What's the first Yom Kippur? Oh. 
So most people would tell you the first Yom Kippur is Achrimos. Achrimos Shibbin Aaron after another review died. And one year we gave a whole thing about that. But another review blowing open the Kodesh Kedoshim was closed until then. It's a different time. But most people tell you Achrimos. That's, that's the first Yom Kippur. But Bam says that's not, that's not true. There's a Tanchuma that says, it goes through, and, and Rashi quotes a little bit of it in Shemos. And, Rashi, and here the Tanchuma is going through Moshe Rabbeinu's up and down by Har Sinai. And uh, he goes back up after the, after the so that he, goes, he comes down, Shabbos Batamas, he sees the eagle, he breaks the luchos. 18th, 19th, he goes back up on the 20th. Then the Pasuk says, Vayib Machras on the next day, Vayom Moshe al-Ha'am, Atem Chatasam Chata Gedola, Va'ata El Hashem. You sin big time with the eagle's up, I'm going to go up to Kodesh Baruch Hu. Ksiv, Vayashiv Moshe, he returned to Kodesh Baruch Hu, he said, Ana Chata Ha'am, Azeh Chata Gedola, he did a bit chait, We'll get back to it in a second. Also, Sham, Asara, and Tamas, they do a calculation, 40 days. Allah Barosh Chodesh El. It goes back up on Rosh Chodesh El, the Yemei Ratzin. Why did he go back up? Kashbaru says, okay, Moshe Beno, you broke the first Luchos, you carve out the second Luchos. Moshe Beno takes the Luchos, Rosh Chodesh El, and goes back up to Kashbaru. He goes up. He's there for all of El. He's there for 10 days of Tishrei. The Yard Besri comes down on the 10th day of Tishrei. 10th day of Tishrei. At that time, it was just the 10th day of Tishrei. And Klai Yisrael were standing in Tefillah and Tainus because Moshe Ben said, I'm going to go up. Right? They were still getting on Kapara for the Chet Ego. On that day, Hashem says to Moshe, Salach di which, interestingly enough, and this is for a different time, Slach Dikid Varech is where? In Parsha Shlach. Hashem says, in Slach Dikid Varech and Shlach, not in Parsha's Kisisa. But there's some. Chazal knew, and the Kurdish Baruch said, I forgive you. This is, what day is this? The 10th day of Tishrei. Ukavu ha Kurdish Baruch Hu. Kurdish Baruch set on that day, the 10th of Tishrei, who Slicha Mechilodar, so it will always be a day. It became Yom Kippur. So before Yom Kippur was even a thing, Moshe Rabbeinu is asking for forgiveness for Klai Yisrael. That, and then Klai Yisrael standing in, in Shuvah and Tainus, that forever became Yom Kippur. That was the first Yom Kippur. So, let's go back to that that incident, the Chet Ego. And to understand also, what, what does it mean, Salachti Kidvarecha? Why not Hashem just say, Salachti, I forgive. Salachti, I, I forgive you. Why is it according to your words? What did Moshe say? So, B'nai Shalsin, we know, we don't have to go through the whole Maisa. Moshe, when it comes down, breaks the Luchos. And then he makes some, we you know, he burns up the eagle, makes some people drink it, they die. He then says, Mila Hashem Elai, he brings Sheva Levi, they kill out some more people. Right? That's crazy stuff going on. And then he says, machros Moshe, Moshe says to the people, Atem You made a big sin. You did a really bad thing. Like the Medjah said, now I'm going to go back, I'm going to go up to Hashem. Ulai, perhaps, Maybe I can get a kapara 
for your sin. The Yashav Moshe Hashem, Moshe Rabbeinu goes back to Kaddish Baruch the nation did. They did a big sin. They did a bad thing. Right? And they made they made an eagle of. Now, there's the famous line. Now says Moshe to Kodesh Baruch Hu. Kodesh Baruch Hu hasn't said anything yet. Moshe Ben is just talking. If you, the translation usually goes, if you forgive them their sin, then good. But the Imayin, but if you don't forgive them, Machina Misifrachashakasafti, erase me from your people. Number one, how can Moshe Rabbeinu get a kapara for the people? Like we said with Aaron Cohen doing the Vidu. The people sinned, they needed to tshuva. How could it be Moshe Rabbeinu? What's he, he didn't sin, they have to go to a Kaddish Baruch. Hu. And two, what was Moshe Rabbeinu saying? Imtisa Chatasim. Sounds very, very harsh emotion. You, you better, you better forgive them, or, or else we're done here. And the Gemara says something very scary. The Gemara says, "What was Moshe Rabbeinu's taina to Kaddish Baruch Hu? The Gemara says that Kaddish, the Moshe was blaming Hakadosh Baruch Hu for the Chet Egel. Gemara brachas, open Gemara. Moshe Rabbeinu said, Kaddish Baruch Hu, your fault. And the Gemara brings a marshal. I've spoken about this over the years. It's, it's a marshal. Moshe Rabbeinu says to Kaddish Baruch Hu, well, the Gemara says, what was Moshe Rabbeinu saying? What's the marshal? Imagine taking a 17-year-old boy, give him some money, put it in his pocket, make him smell nice, make him look good, and send him walking in front of a base zona. That's what the Gemara says. The Gemara says, what do you think is going to happen? So that's what Moshe Rabbeinu is saying to Kaddish Baruch You gave them the Bezos Hayam, you gave them all the money and all the gold from Yamsuf. What did you think was going to happen? This is what the Gemara says. And the Gemara never has, doesn't, there's no answer. Kaddish Baruch never answers back. Now in the Torah, Kaddish Baruch answers back, I'm still going to kill out those who, who sinned. But the rest of the people, Kaddish Baruch gave a kapara to. Kaddish Baruch listened to what Moshe Rabbeinu said. What, 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 what exactly is... Can we understand this a little bit more? What is going on over here? Some B'derach maybe. So when Kodesh Baruch created us, and we were just... just a zera, just a seed. A fetus growing in the mother's womb. All of the potential of this child... Was already in was already in the zero. We know all of our physical capabilities, our eye color, our hairline, <laughs> our shape and our size was already implanted into the DNA of, of the baby, right from the very 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 beginning. Kaddish Baruch implanted it, and over the years it becomes unpacked. The potential starts to be actualized, starts to be manifested into the physical beings that we are now. Now this is true by Ruch Nisan Gashmas. That when we're born, when we're created, even before we're born, when Kodesh Baruch Hu gives us life, again, even before we're actually born, but as a, as a zera, as a, as a fetus, Kodesh Baruch Hu gave us 
all the spirituality that we're ever going to have, and throughout our life we unpack it. And the ultimate of all of the Ruchnias is the Vegas HaKadosh But every Zerah has to have encoded in its DNA forever is that I want to be an Ebed Hashem. What else could there be? HaKadosh created this. When we're inside the fetus, right, this very little body, it's mostly soul. We're learning from the Malach, right? It's just Torah, Vodos Hashem, it's just Dveikas at the highest level, right? That's all it is. But as the baby's born and the physicality starts to unpack and grow, other Ritzonos, Ritzonos of the body start to come in. When the Ritzonos of the body start to come in, so then that clouds the Ratzon to serve Hashem. Right? That's what happens. As the body gets bigger, the Neshama often gets covered more and more. You don't hear it. It gets muffled more and more. Right? Even You could even see the difference between a little child and a, and a, a, a grown-up. For the child, it's much easier to have a Munah Peshut than a Kaddish Baruch Yeah, of course it's Hashem, of course. When you get older and things start to happen, then all the questions start to come. Little kids don't have such questions. Because as their body is less, it's less mature, they have less ritzonos, less desires of this world, their, their ruchnias is just at a higher, more focused, aware, conscious way. Without them knowing it. It's beyond their conscious awareness, but it's, it's in there in a more powerful way than it is by us. As we grow, the gashmits gets more, and the Ruchnitz gets less. That's the natural state of, 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 of our being. And this is the process the Kodesh Baruch made. And these are our that we have to wake up and we have to fight against that. And we have to minimize and mute the Taivis Aguf and ego and cover and all that other stuff. The Midas, Rose. And we have to bring a Kodesh Baruch back into the picture. Through Torah, through Mitzvahs, through Dveikas, through Tvi, whatever it is. But in our essence, in our heart of hearts, in the Rav of the Ravin, in the Ratzon of the Ratzon of a person, wherever he is, whatever, doesn't matter how old he is, whatever he's doing, his essential self is always there. I want to serve a Kodesh Baruch. It has to be there. It can't, it's never taken away, it's just muffled. Right? It's not, it's not, it's not exchanged. It's just muted. But it's always there. Moshe Rabbeinu goes up to Kaddish Baruch Hu as a lawyer to defend the people. Now, he didn't sin, but he's going, to, he's going to defend the people. And he says to Kaddish Baruch Hu, he says to him, you created every single Jew, and at their creation... All they want to do is to serve you. That's how you created them. That's it. Tveikis. Avodah Hashem. Pnimis. Torah. Avodah. If they sinned against you, and they go against you, Ratzon, it's only possible, it's only logical, if you gave them the Ratzon to sin. If a Kodesh Baruch gives you a Ratzon to serve him, 
some mortal man has the power to go against the Ratzon Hashem? It's impossible. The only way that we could go against and we could choose something else is because the Kaddish Baruch Hu gave us an equal Ratzon. It's a godly Ratzon to go what our body wants. It's the only way. Think about it. There's no other possible way. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us two opposing Ritzonos. They're equally from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, Im tisa What does Tisa mean? It's to carry. If you carry their sin HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you take responsibility for their sin because really it came from you. This, this, is, this is what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying. Yeah, was how we, we can't say such things, but he was blaming HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's your fault that they sinned. You gave them the rotten to sin. You have to take responsibility, Kodesh Baruch. Because if you take responsibility for it, so then I understand this world. Because you gave them rotten to serve you, and you gave them rotten to sin. This makes sense. But if you don't carry their sin, them ayin, if you don't take responsibility for this and forgive them because you gave them the koach, then then this whole world doesn't make sense. Then I, then I don't understand what's going on over here. How could that be? How could it be that a human being can take his own rotzlin against a godly rotzlin? That means humans are stronger than you, God? That, that doesn't make any sense. Then just erase the whole book. doesn't make sense. You have to take responsibility. Moshe Rabbeinu when the defender of Kal Yisrael, Moshe Pella, he went to such a place because he knew the Amkus. He believed in the panemius of every single Jew, the Ayin Tova, he saw the Nisham in every Jew. He says, it's not possible that they would sin without it being the Ratzon Hashem to sin. It's not possible. And we know that a Kaddish Baruch wanted Moshe Beda to defend the people like this. There's a few riots to that. Rashi brings down already when a Kaddish Baruch says, leave me so I can kill them. So Moshe Rabbeinu chapt, but if I don't leave you, then I could save them. Moshe Rabbeinu knew that a Kaddish Baruch wanted him to defend the people. Also, also we know that Moshe Rabbeinu was always defending the people when, when the Malachim didn't want to give the Torah to Klai Yisrael. And the Malachim wanted Klai Yisrael to be totally destroyed. Why should there even be human beings? And Makarish Baruch said to Moshe Rabbeinu, you answer them. He wanted Moshe Rabbeinu. And it could be, this is a little bit, a little bit deeper. And, but this Parsha is Parsha's Kisisa. The Parsha of the Ego. The beginning of the Parsha, it says, Kisisa is Rosh B'nai Yisrael of Kudehem. The Parsha understanding is, count the people. Lefkudehem and us, Levish Kofir, Nafshal Hashem, they should give a machas as a shekel, it should be a kofir for them, in the counting, that they should, that they shouldn't die. There shouldn't be a negif. There shouldn't be like a plague. But if you read it in a different way, Kaddish Baruch is telling, he's foreshadowing. You're going to be the one to carry the Jewish people. You're going to be able to raise up their heads. By telling, means by telling over what their, their essence, their commandment is. This that Moshe Rabbeinu said, the Kaddish Baruch, the only way they could sin it's because you gave him the ability, that's lifkudehem. That there shouldn't be a negif, that there shouldn't be a plague. 
Moshe Benu, you're going to be the only one who can save the people. And if you see the Pesukim in Shemos, after Moshe Benu says in Ma'ayin, Machenim Asifrecha, Kaddish says, he says similar words about, about I'm not going to bring a Negev. But this is, what, this is what the words mean. Vayom Hashem Salachti Kidvarecha. I forgive the people because of your words, because you defended them in this way. That there can't be, in the essence of every Jew, there's nothing else but Elkos. There's nothing else. Sometimes it's going one way, sometimes going into another way. But it's always Elkos, always, it's always God. Always. It can't be any other way, or else there's no existence to the world. So Moshe Ben Hussein. This, this opened up these are the words that Kaddish Baruch Hu said anytime you sin say this say these 13 midas attributes of Rachman and I'll forgive the people and Moshe Beno did use it in Parsha Shlach I mean it's all Parsha over there didn't use exact words but and Hashem there said what are we saying Hashem Hashem what is Hashem Hashem Ani Hashem Kodom Lechayim I'm a Kaddish Baruch before the Chet. Anin Hashem, l'achar Chet. What is that? That's exactly what Moshe Beinu said. Kaddish Baruch is the one before we sin. He gave us the ability to live and to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And then Anin Hashem, l'achar Chet. Even after the sin, where do you think he got the Koach from? For me, a Kaddish Baruch Hu. I'm not changing. Kaddish Baruch, Kaddish Baruch is admitting to Yachal, to what Moshe Beinu said. Hashem Hashem. And that's why it's Kel, Racham, Echanon, Erechapayim. Therefore, if you understand this, Jews, if you can understand this, then you always have a way to find mercy. You can always defend yourself. Right? If a person can split the act from the Ratzim, but this is our big goal, this is our big job. Most of us, have, we do acts. Whatever the act is, whatever level of hate it is, so we think, it was my Ratzon, I did this act, I'm in trouble. Therefore I'm nervous on Yom Kippur. But if you understand properly, yeah, you did the act. Yeah, you, you might have to pay for that a little bit, and you might have to do true. But the Ratzon? Your Ratzon was to do that, for real? That means you're not getting your ultimate Ratzon. The Ratzon to do that sin is a, is a body Ratzon that comes from Bechira from the Nevesh Bahamas. Your Ratzon Shebaret Sonos was never really to do that. Your Ratzon Shebaret Sonos is only from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And even though you got to that point, it's also from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Clean. A Jew's Be'etzim is clean. In the, in the essence, a Jew's always clean. Because he's always built from that, um, that original rotson that a Kaddish Baruch Hu planted him with in the DNA. I want to serve a Kaddish Baruch That's always there. Venake. Jew just has to realize that. You have to believe that. That's the tachlis. So this explains... The vote of the Kohen God on Yom Kippur. Because Aaron Cohen, this on the second Yom Kippur, was forever t- 
taking over for what Moshe Rabbeinu did on the first Yom Kippur. Moshe Rabbeinu, who defended Klal Yisrael by saying, Kodesh Baruch Hu, you have to, you have to take responsibility. It, that was never really their Ratzon to sin. It was really your Ratzon for them to sin. Really, their acts and their deepest Ratzonos are not the same. So what does the Kohen Gadol do? He takes two goats, look exactly alike, identical. And if they're not identical, they're not good. One is La Hashem, and one is La Zazel. Right? One goes to the throne off the cliff. And Arnakon does a vidui for Klaus on that seer. What's Arnakon? I thought we said Arnakon didn't sin. How could Arnakon do a vidui for Klaus sins? He's not doing a vidui for their, for their acts. He's saying the same thing that Moshe Rabbeinu said. Look at this. You have a person. He has two opposing Ratzonos. He has a Nefesh Elokis and a Nefesh Bahamas. They're identical. They're in one person. There's a Sirla Hashem, there's a Sirla Azazel. When the person does the act, that was never really them. They were pushed into that. The ultimate Ratzon of a person can only be Elokis, can only be godly. No human Ratzon is powerful enough to push off the godly Ratzon. Only because the Kaddish Baruch gave us that, that ability. So then, Vaitr, it's always a Kaddish Baruch. So Aaron Cohen says, the Vidway saying, Klal Yisrael sins, they're not real. They're not real. They're not the Etzim. It's on the Sazazel. But half of Klal Yisrael, even the ones who sinned, even when they were sinning at Bishas Maisa, they were always Lashem. And the Rav of the Rav, in the heart of hearts. So, so Aaron Cohen is always doing the same avoda that Moshe Rabbeinu started on that, on that original Yom Kippur. That's what the, that's what the Hidu is saying. You gave them the koach to do this sin. They did it. Yeah. We're not denying that people do things that are wrong. They did things that are wrong. But it came from you. And therefore you should forgive them. You throw the seer off the cliff, everything turns white. Forever. So the, some of the some of the Rishonim, the Chayodim was an Achron, but it, he brings in in Halacha that the Iker of Tshuva, the Iker work that we're doing, the Mikvah in Erev Yom Kippur, the Vidoy by Mincha, that's our Avodah. That's where we have to work on the sins. But when you come into Yom Kippur, you're done. You're atoned for. It's a Yom Mechilo Slicha. It's a day where the atonement is happening. You're free. The second you come into Shul, you're already, you're done. You're clean. You wear white. You're a Malach. This is a Yom Simcha. But it depends on one, one of all that. For a person to say, Be'emes, I'm holy. I'm holy. I'm holy. Because the, the real rotsen inside of me, the emes, is rotsen. I want to serve a Kaddish Baruch Anything after that was a Kaddish Baruch pushing me into this way. This is not to take away from the tshuva about sins. You do have to do that. The person sins has to take a Christ for that. But the day of Yom Kippur, the day of atonement, is the day where we come back to that original, original rotsen. The one that Moshe Rabbeinu said, 
the one that Aaron Cohen's doing this, the 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 Viva and Azaza. That Klal Yisrael and the Etzim, they never had a Ratzon to sin. Never had a Ratzon to sin. So even if a person, he did act, he did things that were wrong, he still can always say, I'm holy. And it's 100% Emes. It's 100% Emes. Tahara, the Tahara that we receive on, on Yom Kippur is what we think about ourselves. There's a Kaddish Baruch Hu saying tomorrow, you're pure, you're pure, you're pure. Halacha says, if you do Vidoy, and you do Charata, and you do Kabbalah, then you're, you're good, you're good. But how many Jews do that and still think they're not good? They're going against Allah. The Iker Tahara is what a person thinks about himself. If you say you're holy, if you think you're holy, then you're holy. Ah, I did this, this, and that. True. Physically, I did do that. But the Etzim, I'm holy. And I could not have done any of that without it being the actual Ratzon Hashem, the power of a Kaddish Baruch. That doesn't get me off the hook. That's not what we're saying over here. Saying something deeper. And the truth is, if a person really understands this and is able to take this to heart, that will bring him to a real truth. Most people don't, we, we spoke about this a few weeks ago. A lot of people don't, they don't really, really, really do truth. They say the slichas and they say the words, but who really sits down? Who thinks about their life? Who really tries to make changes? They're, of course, they're people. But it's probably less than there should be. And why is that? Because everybody thinks bad, ra, gehenim, death, pain, suffering. Why would anybody want to go into that world? I'd rather just ignore it. And when, I, when it happens, it happens. But if you understand, that's, that's not it at all. Truth is, is so much bigger than that. Truth is coming from a happy place. It's coming from a powerful place. It's coming from a place of, of revealing your essence, of who you really are. Ani Hashem, Moshaniti. Mokarosh never changed. That's the vidu we do on Yom Kippur. So why are we doing vidu on Yom Kippur? It's a stira. I thought we were atoned for. After Kaddish Baruch redeems us, He frees us. After we're pure, we're atoned for. And we feel good. We're happy. Then we come to a tshuva. I want to do that tshuva again. I did tshuva meyira. When Kaddish Baruch said, Salakti, you're free. And you say, I'm holy. I, I want even I want even more. I want to rid myself of more of this stuff because I want to get more closer to Kaddish Baruch, even closer. That's the avodah. I think that's the avodah of, uh, of Yom Kippur. Really, don't have to do anything. Really, you do it now. Once Yom Kippur comes, you're done. You're free. You're clean. You're cleansed. You just have to remember one thing. Simple. You just have to remember one thing. I'm holy. I'm holy. And from this song, you see how he's singing it. And he's saying, this is, his, this is his way of fighting against all the Yitzharas. Right? He's, he's, he's going on the attack against the Yitzhar. saying, you can't get me because I'm holy. Yitzhar says, yeah, but you did this and that wrong and you did that wrong and I got you to do this. He says, you're done. Because when a person, the Emes can believe that he's holy, I'm holy, then cut the strings from the, fing- the fingers that you played me. 
you, Yetzar, you played me. You got me to think that I'm this bad person because I did bad things. Yeah, I did bad things. It's true. I'm not saying it in a, in a good way. I did bad things. But it was never my Ratzin. It was never really who I am. I'm holy. And from that place, a person can really change his life. I think that's, that's, I think that's the song of it. So listen to it. Yes, yes, it's poppy. But it's supposed to give us a chizik. It's supposed to make us stronger, not weaker. Tshuva is supposed to be the strongest, most powerful koach in a person. Mamash. Tshuva was Kadm al Olam. Tshuva was created before the world. So these Abirans are from Hashem or Lashma. Yeah. Yeah. Black and white, that's what she called me. You were right. I was hardly ready to react. You attacked me tactfully.
I was saying, like, wait, that's the fact that I'm a Jew, like, overpowered all that. And then I, like, you know. He said, "Then if you can like, do that, if you can do that, then you get there. You're like, yeah, you're sorry, you're nothing. I found like I just, just by focusing. I mean, I'm always like, just think about the fact that you're a Jew. That's enough, and that's exactly what that is." We should be able to get there. It's hard. For, it's hard for people to get there. But that's this is this is it. There you are moments there. of that that like I mean, you know, it's, it's an experience that we're to be in that zone. And it's like, hold on a second. You know, like, you, know you can't. You can't get it. Good. It's a good. It's a, good, it's a chazak song. Yeah. And the way he's, and he just shuts everything down and goes on. Like everything's yeah. shut down. That's that's the Etz. That's who I am. That's the next part of the song. And then, and then I was gonna analyze the whole song. No, I can't. Find it. But it doesn't exist. I'm asking the question: Is this really about these? Or is that your interpretation? Why? 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 Why?